Hey guys, it's Betty with Eye Specialty Group. Today we're going to have a conversation with Dr. Andrew Carruthers, who's one of our refractive surgeons. Just to get the kickoff started, Dr. Carruthers, what is a refractive surgeon? So a, a refractive surgeon is someone who is trying to help you get out of your glasses or contacts. Um, when we talk about a refraction, that's what we use to figure out what strength of glasses or contacts you need is a refraction. And so we call surgeons who try and get you out of glasses, whether it's with things like LASIK surgery that people are pretty familiar with, or with some of our newer methods, with things like specialty contact or cataract surgeries where we're using laser cataract surgery or, or special intraocular lenses during cataract surgery to try and help people so that they are more independent from their, their glasses and contacts. So basically, being a refractive surgeon is you kind of specialize in the front portion of the eye. Uh, for the most part, that's, that's what we're usually working on to get people out of their glasses mm -hmm. and contacts. So that's kind of our area of expertise. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of overlap for a lot of us. A lot of us who are refractive surgeons are also kind of specialized in what we call cornea, which is the very front surface mm -hmm. of the eye, mm -hmm. as well as doing cataract surgery, whether it's routine cataract surgeries or more complex cataract surgeries, a lot of that all goes together for people who are uh, involved in refractive surgery. So then today let's talk to our listeners about cataract surgery, since you've kind of touched on that a little more than the other um, procedures that you do. I, as you know, had cataracts, you were my surgeon, and I was surprised because at the time I think I was younger than I thought I should be without giving my age. I was younger than I thought I should be um, as a patient to have cataracts. So can you just kind of help other people explain, you know, how you could be diagnosed with cataracts? Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of people are surprised that they have cataracts because they can happen at any point in your life. You can be born with cataracts. I've taken cataracts out of teenagers. So they can happen at any point. They are more common as we get older, so that's mm -hmm. why most people associate it with being um, an older mm -hmm. type of patient. Right. But really, it can be anyone. The things people will usually notice when they're developing cataracts are that a lot of times the first thing are things like um, more glare and halo at mm -hmm. night, so some trouble with night driving. Yep. Um, it, as it continues to get worse, it'll just affect your vision overall. Things will seem dimmer. A lot of times people just kind of show up saying, well, I think I need new glasses because they can tell they're not seeing as good as they used to. But then we find out that new glasses won't, won't take care of it because they've got this cataract and we've got to fix that to get them where we want them. So um, is it more, are cataracts more commonly seen in males versus females as, or does a gender have anything to do with it? Uh, really, we all get cataracts. Um, I and that's how I put it. You know, we the truth is, if you live long enough, uh, you're going to get a cataract. Some of us will get them younger than others. Um, there are certain medications that cause them to happen sooner. If you've had trauma or other surgeries to the eye, it can happen sooner. So there's risk factors for why one person might get it sooner than another. But really, um, we're all going to get one eventually. It's just a just a matter of when. Okay, so I happen to go with the Cadillac series of lenses or replacement lenses when I had cataract surgery because I didn't want to down the road have to have another procedure done. And I can't say enough positive things about it. So if you could just help our listeners understand what the basic 
cataract procedure might be like versus someone that might want to um, experiment and research one of our multifocal torque lenses. Yeah. So I guess I'd start by saying, you know, the first thing to understand is what is a cataract and it, it's the okay. lens inside your eye. Mm-hmm. When when we're born normally, again, some people are born with cataracts, but normally it's nice and clear. And so at some point in our lives, it starts to get kind of tinted and cloudy and it blurs the vision. It, I think of it, I tell my patients, I think of it like you're having to look through kind of a foggy pair of sunglasses It is, a little bit. it is, exactly. And so when, when we do cataract surgery, what we're in essence doing is taking that tinted cloudy lens out and we put a new lens back in its place. And so with even what we call traditional surgery or what I call traditional mm-hmm. surgery, which is more manual surgery using mm-hmm. scalpels and those sorts of things, um, we're going to try and minimize how much you need glasses. We're going to try and, Mm -hmm. for most people, what they want me to do is set them as good as I can for their distance vision. And we're pretty good at that, but we're not perfect. Um, Manual surgery is just not as precise. I tell people, my dad was an art teacher. And back in the day when he was doing a lot of art, if you wanted him to draw a perfect circle, he could have drawn you a pretty good circle, but it wouldn't have been perfect. Mm -hmm. And so if he were doing a project back then, well, what would he have done? He'd have busted out the old compass, right, and made his little circle Mm -hmm. as perfect as he could get it. Well, nowadays, we wouldn't even bust out a compass and do it manually. We'd use a computer. Mm -hmm. And so the laser cataract surgery gives us that precision. It allows us to do things in a way that are, are repeatable and the same that helps us have the best chance of kind of hitting our target at getting people out of those glasses for for one distance. And again, mm-hmm. most people want us to set that for, for far away. Mm-hmm. Now, the tricky part is with our standard type of lens that we normally insert during surgery, it only sets you for one distance in each eye. So if we set the eyes for far away, even with the laser, even if you're seeing perfect far away, you're still going to need reading glasses up close, usually some help, you know, kind of at that computer distance. And so for people who really want to get out of glasses as much as possible, that's where some of our more, um, we call them advanced technology lenses come in um, that can actually give range back to the vision. So help people not just see great far away without their glasses, but see those things at computer distance and and, and mm-hmm. do better up close without glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't lie, I don't, I would tell patients none, there is no perfect lens, um, but but the ones we have now are really, really good at, at achieving those goals of, of trying to help people who want to get out of glasses as mm-hmm. much as possible get out of glasses. Um, and when I do those special lenses, I always combine it with the laser surgery because, again, that precision mm-hmm. of everything being exactly mm-hmm. the way we want it and repeatable helps us have the best outcomes in, right. in getting the best vision even with those special lenses. Right. So I can, with my lenses... I can see distance. I don't need cheaters to read. Small print, computer screen. I no longer have glare at night or rainy weather uh, or anything like that. So I'm thankful that I made the decision to kind of go that route. So after someone has cataract surgery, what might the healing time be? And do they suffer from dry eyes? And any other information we could share with them yeah so everyone heals different and exactly what different people mean when they ask me the question of of when will i be healed i think is different 
I tell I tell my patients, you know, most people, and you, you can never predict for an individual patient because again, we're all different, but. Most people are seeing better within just a couple of days of surgery. Some people are seeing great the very next day after surgery, but you can't count on that. So most people are seeing better within just a few days. We do give people some restrictions to kind of protect the eye for Mm -hmm. that first week. Mm -hmm. We don't want them lifting heavy things. We don't want them straining. We don't want them rubbing the eye or getting anything dirty, dusty, wet in the eye. So they have some restrictions for that first week. They're also using typically some eye drops for about a month right. um, along with the surgery. So I, I tell my patients when they ask about healing time that, you know, it depends what you mean. But most, the vast majority of patients at the end of that first week, when their restrictions are gone and when they're seeing better, they feel like they're healed and better than before, even though they are still doing some drops. And you could argue they're not all the way healed yet. So when they do drops postoperatively, is that helping in the healing, aiding in the healing, or what is that so, purpose? Yeah, so we're typically using three um, different types of drops. One's an antibiotic, mm-hmm. so we're trying to do everything right. we can to minimize an infection because mm-hmm. even though the risk is very, very low, anytime you have surgery, there's a risk of infection. Mm-hmm. We also are typically using a, a steroid drop and then a drop that's kind of like an ibuprofen for the eye. Okay. Both of those help with the inflammation that happens with any surgery. So they help the eye feel more comfortable. They help the eye kind of recover quicker and just do better. So when a patient has surgery, I know that you did one eye first. You're not Mm -hmm. doing both eyes at the same time. So kind of help people understand what the process might be and how quickly they could come back and have the second eye done after the first eye done. So typically the average patient, we, we do the surgery for the first eye and we do, we always separate the two eyes. Um, so we do the surgery on the first eye. There's a visit the next day to make sure things are doing mm-hmm. well. Right. And then we typically see the patient again in about a week. Usually again, at that one week sort of time frame, people are doing great. They're seeing well, mm-hmm. the restrictions are gone. And we're feeling really good about the eye. And so typically at that one-week visit, then we start to talk about the other eye. Mm -hmm. And if they're ready, a lot of times we'll go ahead and work on getting them scheduled. Mm -hmm. So depending on how, you know, busy the surgeon's schedule is, it could be two to kind of four weeks after the first one typically that you're you're having the next eye done. Um, And then same sort of thing, another visit the day after. Usually things are doing really well there, and and then another visit a week or so, and usually things are are doing great and people kind of already back to normal, though we do usually see them again at least one more time after that second eye, just to make sure that as they finish all the drops and everything, things are are doing great. So after surgery, after healing time, after possibly the second eye's done, if they decide to go ahead and do that, um, are there any touch-ups or enhancements that might have to be done down the road? Well, uh, there are. So even though we're very good at at, uh, when we try and get people out of glasses and contacts with our laser surgery and our special lenses, even though we're very good, no one's 100% right on 100% of the time. So there are some times that we have to go in back down the road if we're not right where we want to be in terms of getting people out of glasses Mm -hmm. and possibly do another laser procedure on the surface of the eye. That is usually a laser procedure that is more similar to LASIK that mm-hmm. people have kind of heard of, mm-hmm. um, just to kind of tweak things mm-hmm. a little get bit, mm-hmm. typically to get it right where we want it. There are also um, a lot of times people struggle with dryness for a little while after the surgery. 
um, the inflammation of the surgery and just the process of the surgery um, tends to dry the eye out. You might think with all the drops people right. have to do that it keeps it lubricated, but it actually gets dry for a little while. Um, so a lot of times we're, we're also helping patients with that through kind of the healing process, making sure that's doing well. Um, and then there is also, for any cataract surgery we do, there is one thing that can happen to about one out of four people, and that is when we put the new lens in the eye, there's a bag, we call it mm-hmm. the capsule, right. that we try and put the new lens in. And that gives it really good support and it centers it really well. But the back of that bag can get cloudy in about one out of four people. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes a few months or sometimes it takes a while and it can even be a year or more down the road. Sometimes we have to go in with a little bit different laser that just breaks that film up um, again to get the vision just as as crisp as possible. So in general, there are sometimes some other things that come up and where we have to tweak something or adjust something just a little bit. So if a patient were to also have an astigmatism, I don't think we talked about that, how would you correct that when you're also doing a cataract surgery? Yeah, so I tell my patients who ask about astigmatism that we actually all have some astigmatism because when we talk about astigmatism, what we really just mean is that the light, because of the difference in the curvature on the front of the eye, it's not perfectly round and so the light doesn't focus all in exactly the same Mm -hmm. spot but some of us have a lot more than others if you don't have barely any well then the astigmatism doesn't affect you and so we don't have to worry too much about it if you have a lot then we have to definitely address it or you're going to need something after the surgery with glasses and contacts to address it so it really depends on the amount. If you're more in the mild to what I would call mild to moderate range, sometimes just the laser um, surgery can help address that because the laser, in addition to being more precise, one of the things the laser cataract surgery does is treat those more mild to moderate amounts of astigmatism. When you start to get into higher amounts of astigmatism, then you have to combine the laser surgery with some special lenses called toric intraocular lenses that help to treat that astigmatism. Um, we also now have toric um, multifocal lenses, so it can actually treat both the astigmatism and help give that range back right. to the vision. So right. we actually have lenses that can can do all those things now. But. I know, and that's come a long way. Just yeah. in the last very few years, few years yeah. yeah, the lenses have changed and improved so much. So um, to wrap up, if you could give offer one piece of information or advice to our listeners that have a family member with contacts or think they may have cataracts, excuse me, what would you offer them? Well, I think the first thing I'd say is is have it checked. So if, if you, you know, if you're concerned because you think your family member or yourself, you know, your vision's not what you want it to be and you think mm-hmm. it may be cataracts, it's worthwhile to come in and at least have someone who, um, you know, does cataract surgery take a look at it and see what they think. It may be that it's cataracts. It may be that it's something else and you right. don't even need the surgery, but but uh, it, it never hurts to at least get an eval and, and see what's going on. So I think um, your tip would also be that make sure you're getting an annual eye exam either from their optometrist or a full evaluation from an ophthalmologist. Yeah, I, yeah, I would just, I kind of was assuming that was happening anyway, but yeah, everyone, not everyone, but if you're, if you're having any trouble with your eyes at all, you should be getting regular exams. If you're wearing glasses or contacts, you should be being seen at least once a year just to make, make sure everything's doing well. Um, absolutely. 
Okay, thanks guys for listening. This is Betty with our specialty group with Dr. Andrew Carruthers.